0: Welcome, Neo. As you no doubt have guessed, I am Morpheus. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. The Matrix. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage. Born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. (laughs) I'm somewhere in this universe, tuning in from planet Earth, broadcasting here. My spirit My Spirit chose to come here on a mission. We all chose to come here on a mission. One of the missions is to cleanse our karma, get rid of the karmic cycle so we can finally ascend and transcend um and the other mission is to bring more love and light and hopefully joy into the world uh you know we can't fall into the the traps they set for us which is despair hopelessness powerlessness divisiveness you know those are all tactics they've been using for so long throughout history and it's sad to witness people actually falling for these age-old tactics they're pretty gimmicky at this point when you reach a certain level of awareness and you see they're trying to turn black people against white people or vice versa through police brutality or whatnot, it's insane. It's insane. I'm like, you guys are both, we're we're the 99% here. We are under attack. Stop fighting each other and focus your attention at the people pulling the strings, the ones that are keeping us, you know, like some people on the poverty line, you know, that are trying to crush the middle class. We need to wake up and come together, find solidarity with one another. Your pain is my pain. My struggle is your struggle. We're we're all bleed red here, unless you're an extraterrestrial or extra dimensional. That's another story, right?
1: Yeah, completely. No, you the first thing you said about the mission. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I don't really talk about that because it's not maybe a little bit deep for people. But I'm right there. I'm literally everything you said. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm
0: it, tracking it. It, yeah. it is. It is uh, very deep for a lot of people because. Like you said earlier in the interview, uh, we've been indoctrinated our, our entire lives. Yeah. And so the education, the school system, schools, I call them indoctrination centers. They bring yeah. you in. They tell you, memorize this stuff. Now go be a robot and make the rich man richer. Yeah. You know, Don't think for yourself. Don't question anything. Just blindly follow the herd. Yeah. You know, so Completely. That's why Completely. it's really up to each and every one of us to do the research and to free our own minds. It just takes one seed and that's how we get going. Speaking of which, welcome to part three of our interview, Real Talk with Ali Zek. Now, in the first two uh, parts, we discussed mental health. We discussed uh, what's going on in the world with the COVID-19 pandemic, the face masks. And you kept drawing a parallel And rightfully so, because it's like an abusive relationship that humanity is in right now. We are being held captive through fear with the powers that be, you know, and it is an abusive relationship. It is mass psychosis. It is Stockholm syndrome. What can people do in a relationship, let's say, if they find themselves in that sort of relationship and then work out? expand outwardly with the humanity to get out of these toxic relationships.
1: So that's, that's where I think it is. It's such a parallel. And that's what I did with my account. You know, my account used to focus on just strictly narcissistic abuse or toxic relationships. But I, I once, you know, I started, COVID started coming in into my radar. I started feeling the same way. Remember we talked about how it kind of feels physically first. So I yeah. started feeling very odd. Um, and then I started making the connections and seeing the parallels between the microcosm of these toxic relationships individually with what's going on on the outside in the macrocosm. So it, it's really important. Again, we got to go back to self. Um, you know, you asked me who was instrumental in saving me and I was the first person that I, I brought up. We, we have to reconnect with ourselves um, because they, that's what they don't want. Again, they don't want us connecting with our intuition. Um, we are so suppressed and cut off, whether it's through fluoride, you know GMO, you know five g radiation, um, you know, EMF, there's so many things you know big pharma drugs, our foods, so many things that are are cutting us off from our intuition. Um, and, and people are going to get, really, I think it's it's um not bad morphics but it's, it's also kind of telling people are going to, we're going to continue to see more just con- dis- deconstruction and destruction yeah. really until people start really engaging and grasping in larger numbers. You know, what's going on, the people that are awake, we're going to be fine. You know, it's going to be painful to watch, but we have to continue to do the work and, and stay connected to our intuition um, and not be, you know, drawn over into that reality, not let them pull us or shift us out of our reality, out of our peace, um, out of the sacred space of, you know, self and being empowered in self. Um, And so it's it's a tricky situation because, you know, when I was in my relationship you really do, you form a trauma bond and it's Mm. a bond that's made, it's not a bond of love, it's a bond of trauma, and it, it keeps getting cemented with people even more because we have what we call intermittent reinforcement. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you said earlier, like it's trauma after trauma, after trauma. And then they're coming in to rescue us and say, we care about you. And we're all like little, you know, the people that are not awake um, are like little kids that are just hoping and praying that mom and dad will make it right. And that mom and dad are going to take care of them um, and that they're going to be safe. if they just rely on, you know, daddy government, um, to provide for them, and and the people that are awake to it, we realize that's not going to happen. We we understand that that's not going to happen. In fact, we need to get away from you know mom and dad because they're actually abusing us. And so it, again, you're just going to see a lot more people really suffering from cognitive dissonance, mm-hmm. um, which can actually you know cause suicidality. It can make people go insane to have that level of. Their brain splitting um, and not being able to rectify it because they don't understand what's going on. Um, and, and unfortunately, when we're talking about mental health issues and excess suicides, you know, rising suicides, rising mental health issues, people are going to be put on big, more pharmaceuticals, you know, more psychiatric drugs. And that's again, just add, you know, part of their plan that, that mm-hmm. just adds into you know, more people, you know, leaving the planet or, you know, the depopulation agenda that
0: they have, unfortunately. Unfortunately. It is uh, a correct assessment to state that they have weaponized air through chemtrails. They have weaponized water through fluoride. They have weaponized our food supply through their Monsanto, GMO, and so on and so forth. They've even gone so far as to weaponize our movies, uh, our news, uh by uh planting uh what, what I call predictive programming, which all ties yes. into what I call revelation of the methods. Uh basically planting these seeds subconsciously because what they want us since they draw on our energy, they draw our energy to manifest these realities for them. And so, if we don't feed into the fear, we're taking away their power. We're reclaiming our power back to us. And if we project more love, more trust, more hope, more compassion, more unity, more solidarity, then they will lose. They have no power over us. Honestly, this power they have is, they might seem scary if to anyone out there who's experiencing cognitive dissonance, who is afraid of what the other side is when you cross over from being in denial or burying your head in the sand to finally facing things as they are? There's nothing to be scared of, honestly. Right. It's really Maybe like a, you said earlier,
1: it actually really feels empowering when you do that once you kind of shake all that off. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, yeah, absolutely. It, it's truly a sense of empowerment. And if you're an individual seeking enlightenment or ascension or transcendence uh, from this life to the next you have to go through the cognitive dissonance it's part of the education uh, part of the uh, the learning that your yes. soul has subscribed to in this world it's like a school your soul came here to learn these valuable lessons and you need to go through the cognitive dissonance you need to see things as they are as harsh as they might be, but then you're gonna to come to acceptance, and then you're gonna to come to the realization that you hold the power. Once, yes. What well, I truly believe um, that all this started because we were reaching critical mass of humanity's collective consciousness in terms of our awakening and self-awareness of our oneness with the universe. More and, yes. more, more and more 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 and people and I'm sure you can testify to that yourself or coming to the realization that we are all one and that's what I love about your page is all these different people from all walks of life coming together and understanding the words and the wisdom that you're sharing with them which is beautiful empowerment and enlightening words that you share with them you know and I, I'm. I'm honestly. I respect you a great deal for all the work that you're doing to share your journey because it's not easy. I'm sure it hasn't been easy to open up uh, and share your story with with others. What What actually triggered you to finally say, "I'm going to share my story with the rest of the world."
1: So I, I'm going to get a little metaphysical here, if I could, Go for um, it. I believe, and I've been told by multiple people, and I also feel it, that my gift that I came to the planet for um, was I am able to manipulate energy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my you know, skills or gifts that I have. And, and mm-hmm. by that, it's I'm able to kind of read or tap into um, what people are thinking or feeling or what they're scared of. And I am able to take that in and and verbalize it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so on my page, a lot of people will say, oh, my gosh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Or, you know, I was thinking that, but I didn't know how to explain it. And so it's being able to take like a really complex situation that's very, very confusing and Mm -hmm. break it down into like more digestible chunks so that people can kind of understand more on on a, you know, a, a, lower level um, a base level not a lower level but a base level of like oh that makes sense now i didn't understand that because as we you know the the part of evolution and i think the biggest part of my healing morphex was coming into awareness Mm -hmm. and so it kind of happened where like i was peeling back layers of Mm -hmm. awareness like oh that's why i did what i did or oh that's why this person did that oh and this is what it came from my childhood and this is what i'm feeling and it was this ability to Take like a, um, like Viktor Frankl says, you have a stimulus, then you have a response and mm-hmm. there's that space in between it. And so what I was able to do and what anyone can do as we you know evolve and really walk into our awakening, we're able to take that space between the stimulants and a response and lengthen it and not react um, and do work, internal work to process it. And become more aware of what our response is. And also, why is that showing up here for me right now? What am I to do with this? Um, and then you can choose how you respond instead of just, you know, blowing off, you know, just half coughed and just going crazy, you know, like I would have done many years ago, I'm able to typically, you know, see it from a higher level. I'm um, not always, but that's what I strive to do and then work to, you know, really, um, respond um in a a healthy way
0: correct i think that abusers uh, use a tool a device a mechanism if you will Um, it's a hegelian hegelian dialectic which if i can simplify it means problem reaction solution so they create the problem purposely and intentionally to have a desired outcome and they know what our reaction will be. Such in an abusive relationship, they, yes. uh, they will gaslight you so you can lose your shit on them. And yeah. then they can have their mechanism of controlling you by either punishing you and posing, making you fear for your life, you know, uh, being violent either emotionally, physically, verbally or all of the above, you know. And so we're kind of witnessing that on a grand scale with society, people, people being punished with fines uh, for not wearing, walking into a store for not wearing a mask, let's yeah. say, you know. Uh, you're not allowed to leave certain zones, if you will. You're in a zone, you're not allowed. Honestly, it draws a lot of parallels with some shows I see, I've seen. There's one, <laughs> totally. in, you know, there's one in particular right now. It's called The Barrier. It's basically mm-hmm. based out of Spain and it's about a virus and people are living in zones and living in fear and the military is there. Once again, problem, no, reaction, no. solution. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. you know? Predictive
1: programming, totally. Yeah. So, and then program. the predictive programming is done so that we'll be accustomed to it and it won't be so scary. And they also like it because, it, like I said, it puts us in a fear state. And we're constantly like you know our adrenals are constantly pumping out um you know tons of of, um, stuff and so it just keeps us like in a fear state but it also kind of gets us to a state of acceptance like oh i've seen that before oh that's a little bit more familiar because we're not attracted to what's safe when we haven't done the work we're not attracted to what's safe we're attracted to what's familiar to us and there's a really big difference and that's taken me a long time to understand that I'm still, you know, I still can be attracted to chaos or to someone that may be really toxic um, or abusive, but I mean, chances are they're not gonna make it past, you know, my filter, but there's still that draw because I still have a little bit more work to do for my childhood where that's what I was accustomed to. So yeah, I mean, they, they constantly are putting that into us. So we'll be more receptive to it. Um, and it will seem familiar to us like, oh, I saw that on Handmaid's Tale, I remember that. Or, oh, I saw that. The Songbird movie. I don't know if you've seen that yeah. trailer. Um, you know, like, oh, that's you know, well, that's just a movie. Well, that's actually happening right yeah. now. Um, but they just kind of you know gear us up for that.
0: As they say, truth is stranger than fiction. One thousand
1: percent. I mean, no, no more is that true, more true than right now. Absolutely. But going back yeah. to
0: what you were saying, like a few a few moments ago, the familiarity is is and a key component for them to use against us, uh, even in an abusive relationship. Oh, they're not going to leave me because they're familiar and they have nowhere else to go. I have all the control. That's what these tyrants... Uh, in the deep state or shadow government or whatever you want to call it, that's what they count on: our fear and the familiarity we have. All oh, it's like we we don't think there's an other or alternative ways to govern and manage a society other than the status quo of how things are right now. No, I beg to differ. There are ingenious minds out there. I'm sure if we have a world forum with intellectuals, you know who don't have any radical uh, left-right-leaning agendas, but the purely wholeheartedly uh, uh, humanitarian agenda, we can find other solutions to our problems than what they're proposing. Like, for example, how come there is no worldwide forum on vaccinations and lockdowns? And if these are the proper measures we are taking, We're all relying on the familiarity of the government right now. Oh, they know what's best for me. Do they? Really, do they? You know, like uh, maybe beyond my generation, the duck and cover, Cold War era, go under a desk when there's a bomb falling on you. That's what they were teaching them back then. You know know what I mean? So like, anyways, for me, it's like this familiarity is a tool they use as a device against us.
1: A thousand percent yeah. that's all we know that's we 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 don't and and again until you've done the work you know or until you've been dropped you know off of a you know kicked off a plane you know like a lot of us were this trauma um your awakening whatever catapulted you into your awakening until you've done that you don't even i call it being unconsciously unconscious you don't even know that you don't know you know what i mean mm-hmm. and now you know then you move into a state where you're like you know unconsciously You know, you're consciously unconscious. Like you know, I I yeah, I know that I don't know. You know what I mean? I know that I don't know everything. And then eventually, you move into a state where you're unconsciously conscious. You're just in consciousness as much as possible, and you really don't have to do anything, make a big effort to stay there because you're so accustomed to being in that in that state of being. Uh, But but until you, like I said, until when we are born into this earth, we are veiled. You know we come through the birth canal or whatever the process is but physically yeah. we are veiled and we do not know why we are here mm-hmm. and that is really our life's work on this planet mm-hmm. um in this incarnation is mm-hmm. to figure out who we are mm-hmm. um and like you said earlier to spread love um to realize that we are all connected that we are all one and to you know peel back these layers of trauma abuse conditioning programming all of these things that are hiding our true purpose, um, and are burying us underneath it all. That is our job here is to, you know, continue to remove all of those things.
0: Correct. Um, a little known fact about yours truly. At one point I did, the uh, um, life coaching as, uh, as work. I'm a certified life coach for oh, those yeah. who don't know. Yeah. So, um, to draw, I want to thank you first of all for drawing the parallel between what's going on in the world on a global scale uh, with the fact that uh, in a a relationship that's abusive and detrimental, you know I'm glad you're drawing that parallel because it helps people understand what's really going on between two people but in this case it's humanity and the uh, the 1%, the elite, the cabal, whatever you want to call them, right? Right. So we're in an, an abusive relationship and the The number one thing I've encountered when I was working as a certified life coach for a person who is in such a relationship is lack of self-love. When you don't love yourself, you're going to put yourself in situations that are not healthy or good for you. And so that's where we find ourselves right now. As a a civilization, as a human race, we're not loving, uh, there's more and more people, but we're not loving ourselves enough to say enough is enough with this bullshit, you know, that I'm not going to deny myself oxygen and air. I love my lungs. I love nature. I love the trees. I love the fact that I'm alive. And the only reason I'm alive is because I'm breathing and you cannot take that away from me. So lack of self-love is important to recognize uh, in an abusive relationship. And once you come to that realization, and then you start feeding yourself from within uh, love, then you start growing like a seed. When you plant it in the dirt, it has to go through all that crap to get out and breathe the fresh air and see God's light and sun right so such in a relationship with humanity we need to love ourselves enough to come to the realization that we are all one and that we are all united as the 99% against the cabal of elites
1: Absolutely. The one thing I would add that to the self love, which means the same thing, but for me on my journey, it, it also turned into like self validation, mm. because there were so many times where I would go back to the people that had abused me and seek validation. Um, and for them to admit that they had actually abused me and, and or to you know say to like, you know, a mental health practitioner, you abused me, can I get validation? And I wasn't going to get that from them. And it took me a long time. To really understand that. And so I had to learn how to validate myself mm. um, that I had experienced that abuse. But then also, like you said, self love validation of self, like I am worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not deserve to be treated that way. I am important, I am valuable. Um, and, and again, like your know, self validation, self love. Um, for me, it was really validating and learning how to validate myself. So like, for instance, when my account got deleted the other day, if that had happened, to me, you know, two years ago, I probably would have been still in bed. I mean, honestly, crying about it because that's where I got my validation mm. um, was from external places or people. And yes, it was fun to have you know that many followers even now, but it didn't, it doesn't, it, it's not who I am. And I know that distinction now, and it took me a while and a lot of work to understand that. So again, when I lost it, it was like, it was bullshit that you did it, yeah. but I'll just go build another one. Whereas before I would have been just absolutely like flattened by it for, for probably weeks right. um, at least.
0: I always tell people, if you're going to attach your sense of self-worth to something external, you're going to end up miserable.
1: Absolutely. It's no question. That's the best advice. Absolutely. Right.
0: Yeah. And so if you're for some people out there who have these Instagram pages and who are just, or Facebook or whatever, and comparing their their lives to other people's lives, they're never going to be happy, no. you know? And that's a- another thing. That's another way they control us, by having that's us compare totally. our lives with other people's lives. But honestly, behind the screen, behind closed doors, all these picture-perfect people, sometimes they're actually miserable and unhappy, you know? Totally. Like. Exactly, because they're constantly seeking to fill that void from within. Because yeah. they lack the self-love, they're trying to fill that voice void with that validation and confirmation from external sources. And I'm glad that you have come to that uh, conclusion and realization for yourself, and sharing it with others and empowering other people to do the same thing. Thank you for that, Ali. No, you're welcome. So on that note, I want to thank Ali Zek for being a wonderful guest on Breaking a Matrix podcast, real talk episode, and um, I'm going to leave links for people to find you uh, all over social media, so they can continue uh, to be part of your journey as you share your wisdom and your insights and your knowledge with the rest of us, because we're all here to learn from one another and grow together.
1: Thousand percent. I very much appreciate that. Yes. We are all in this together. We really are. Even the ones that are on the other side of it. Um, again, it's just, you know, it's part of self. It's part of who they are, part of us. I mean, they are part of who we are. Um, collectively, our consciousness is, you know, moving through this together. So we really are, you know, all in this
0: together. Actually, I have one last question. Considering that the election night is two days away, what's your prediction?
1: Um, whoever they've pre-selected. <laughs> exactly. That,
0: I love that answer. Thank you very much yeah. for putting that out.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a surprise.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but,
1: but, you know, what's what's interesting is, is that they set it up. Um, either way it goes, it's just a powder keg, you mm-hmm. know, ready to explode. Either way. Um, and, and so that's why I think Tuesday is going to be very important to just really be in self and connected in self um, and like just feeling that energy kind of flowing through us and not attaching to an outcome um, and, and, and not attaching to that tension, just right. really trying to stay loose and open um, all day.
0: Uh, I would advise everybody out there to pray, to meditate, yeah. to sit in silence, to tune inwards, to channel your higher self, to to yes. be one with God, with the Almighty, with the Divine, and uh, and not uh, to realize this materialistic earthly realm is just temporary. So whoever is selected, not elected, selected, yes, you know, whatever will be will be. We'll deal with it, you know. And when when that when that happens, so thank you for being a wonderful guest. I appreciate all the wisdom and knowledge. I hope well. I can have you back again on the podcast. Uh, soon enough and hopefully when you get yours i'm more than happy to be i would
1: love to have you on let's plan on it i would love
0: that sounds good i wish you the best of luck and success in all your projects and endeavors keep up the great work a lot of people love you you're doing amazing thank you very very much ali
1: thank you
0: you're very welcome